The Heart of Grief is a podcast addressing issues of loss and the primarily emotional responses associated with it. The largest part of our programming does not deal with matters of faith. We do, however, believe that there is a spiritual piece of our human experience. This spiritual dimension is important and deserves our attention. The periodic Questions of Faith episodes address that spiritual dimension and is approached from a Christian perspective. For a more complete introduction to this supplemental material, please listen to our Questions of Faith episode zero. We want to express our appreciation to Martin Brothers Funeral Chapels in Lethbridge, Alberta for their key partnership in providing this program. Welcome to all our listeners. For this first full episode of the Heart of Grief Questions of Faith edition, I'm joined by Chaplain John Mormon of the Chinook Regional Hospital in Lethbridge, Alberta. Hello, John, and uh, welcome to the Heart of Grief podcast. And thanks so much for agreeing to gift us some of your time for this episode. And actually, uh, it would be more accurate to say that I am joining you as we're meeting here at your space in uh, Chinook Regional Hospital. Happy to be here, Brian, and uh, yes, welcome to the hospital, and it's so good to uh, be with you today. John, you and I have been colleagues and friends for quite a few years. Uh, I think it's about 20 years, actually. I know a bit about your career history, but to give our listeners some appreciation for the personal story behind your chaplaincy work, maybe you could give us the Reader's Digest version. Uh, you haven't always been in pastoral ministry work, have you? And by the way, before I let you respond, we will get some intercom uh, interruption or addition to our uh, our recording here from time to time. We're in the hospital, after all. So a little bit of your history, John. Absolutely. Started off with uh, social work many years ago. It would be 40 years ago. And that was following a, uh, a degree in psychology and uh, working at social work for a few years and then uh, working in the area of small business in a small town and then moving that business to Lethbridge here and uh, having a number of employees and many, many uh, customers and then working in uh, pastoral ministry in a church for about five years and then the uh, spawning of the idea of working in a hospital from that and returning to school at age 45, and uh, working now here in the hospital for many years. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking that your varied work and life experience provide you with a broad perspective, one that enriches your ability to connect well with clients across our region, John. Yeah, that's so true. Um, It's interesting to think that back in the time of social work and in, in business, I learned to serve people, and that works very well with my background of, of, uh, of Judeo-Christian faith. Serving others is what uh, truly makes life valuable and treasured and is one way for me to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. John, your chaplaincy work gives you opportunity and responsibility uh, to interact with people of all ages, all walks of life a multitude of ethnicities, economic status, uh, cultural backgrounds. We live in a very culturally diverse area, do we not? 
So true. So true. The marvelous thing of uh, working in the area of spiritual care and with uh, people in hospital and their faith, um, it's just wonderful, the diversity. It excites me, it challenges me, and it makes me who I am after these many years. Mm-hmm. And you have a mandate as a chaplain to recognize the commonalities of human experience amid the wide range of differing perspectives. And to love, if I might say, love, celebrate, and offer care to all. It's about the whole person. Is that a fair summary? It certainly is. Alberta Health Services has a mandate for holistic care. It's not simply just physical care, which is very important, and that is why hospitals exist. Mm -hmm. And I encourage people to come to the hospital if they need to, but uh, at the same time, it is holistic care that we emphasize in Alberta Health Services. And so spiritual care is one component of that holistic care. And you have a declared focus, personally, on the spiritual and the religious side of care. Your mandate, I've read it as described by Alberta Health Services, reads, and I quote, Spiritual care providers offer spiritual, emotional and religious support to patients, families, and staff during times of health crisis, isolation, suffering, and vulnerability. So questions of spirituality and faith in the context of very difficult experiences is at the heart of your work. It truly is. And the goal for spiritual care in all of those things, whether it is crisis, whether it is isolation, whether it is suffering, whether it's their particular vulnerability that is occurring to them, the goal is for them to receive some benefit, spiritual benefit. And of course, I say of course, but the main thing what I mean is that I believe that spirituality covers every area of life. So it does cover the mental, it does cover the emotional, it covers the physical, all of a person holistically. And we're looking for the benefits that can happen for them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to repeat those uh, statements. Health crisis, isolation, suffering, vulnerability. John, there's a whole lot of loss implicit in those terms. But what are some of the more particular loss events that your clients face? Again, many of them are physical, and they lead to other responses and symptoms. Physical mobility, a person not being able to get up and walk, a person not being able to get up out of bed, a person unable to feed themselves. And so that leads to a particular loss that we call quality of life. A person has meaning and purpose in their life from things like relationships, their hobbies, their work, their spirituality, their home, their family, and they begin to feel a loss of the quality of life that they have had for years and years and years and they experience loss to, a, to the nth degree because it can be a huge list of things that they can no longer do. There may be improvement in the future, or there may be continued decline. That can lead to anxiety. It can lead to many emotional responses. 
and often spiritual questions and responses. The patient shows a wide variety of grief. The, the, the look of their grief can also increase their pain, physical pain. Sometimes we talk about emotional pain. Sometimes we talk about spiritual pain. And it's all ways of coping. The body copes in its own particular way. Coping can also involve anger or denial. Patients cope in many different ways. This particular podcast is one in which we want to focus a little bit more on the spiritual side. And so it brings us to our FAQs, or in our case in particular, it's the FAQFs, Frequently Asked Questions of Faith. So, John, tell me a little bit about some of those. What are the primary questions you receive, however you receive them, that focus more particularly on faith and spirituality? The first FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions of Faith, is that a patient will ask for a visit from myself, the chaplain, and I'll come into the room and they'll say something like, I don't know what's happening to me. There's something happening spiritually. I've prayed tonight for the first time in years. There's an awakening happening spiritually. And these are things that I would venture to say that I can't predict, and sometimes the patient themselves can't predict. So sometimes questions don't really have answers. They're more, here's my experience. Sometimes people are really looking for, hoping for an answer. How do you address that kind of declaration? Is there an answer, or what is your role in that kind of expression? I like your word, declaration, Brian. They are declaring to me that something is happening for them spiritually. And I don't believe that many of them are asking me for answers, but they're making a declaration and they want some help or some walking alongside on this brand new spiritual journey that they find themselves in. My work is then to look for the spiritual resources within them and to help them to glean those, to bring those out. They may refer back to childhood and prayer. They may refer back to another uh, crisis or time of vulnerability in their life when they had a spiritual awakening. They might refer to that. They may have regrets that they they didn't follow through on, on that previous awakening. Or they just might have a sense of spirituality and have a desire for information about faith. So the the response from you is varied depending on their circumstances, where they sense this this rumbling, Mm -hmm. this drawing to something deeper is taking them. Yeah, yes, very true. It's, uh, It's a coming alongside... Not being the answer man, but to watch and wait and to be with them so that they can discover what's important for them and to help them along. Mm -hmm. So really what you're saying is, I'm here to help you in this journey that you have declared you're on. And the journey is a journey of healing and may not be a journey of a cure. 
I differentiate when we talk about spirituality between healing and cure. The healing can be a sense of well-being. The healing can be coming to peace. The healing can be a relationship with God or higher power. I have my own faith background, Judeo-Christian. I'm trained, I'm educated, I'm ordained in the Christian faith and stand on the word of God. Their awakening is an awakening of spirituality that I give thanks to God and I give credit to God even when possibly they won't or don't or are not at that place. John, that's the purpose of, of this Questions of Faith program, to reach out to folks who are declaring or recognizing something similar. There seems to be some kind of desire for something more. And that's that question and the implications of that question that we want to address in these programs. So there's a real connection there between what you do and on a much smaller, simpler scale, of course, what we're trying to do here. So what's going on with me right now is, is a big question. There's something stirring in, deep inside that I don't get. What's going on? Um, what's another one of your frequently asked faith questions? It's probably further down the faith spectrum of spirituality, and that is an individual, and they want to connect with their church, with their faith group, maybe a pastor, maybe a priest, maybe a bishop. They want to connect. They have have or they have had a connection with a faith community. And their response to their crisis or to their time of loss is to reach out to something that has been familiar and that they have experienced benefit in the past. It might be a conversation with them to understand what their spiritual history is or their faith history and simply to review where they've been and some of the good things that have occurred. They may have some other um, things that they want to talk about in terms of their faith, but it's a desire to reconnect or to connect. Mm -hmm. In our grief recovery work, uh, we invite people to do what we call, to engage in what we call a relationship review when there's been a, a bereavement, that part of healing out of loss involves reviewing the relationship that's been lost. What I hear you saying about faith questions is that there are times when it's appropriate to have a faith history review. I'm having this, I'm feeling this kind of urging, this awakening of some, this rumbling of spirituality of some kind going on. Part of sorting it out, you're saying for folks is, well, where have you been? What's been your journey to this point? What's been meaningful? Maybe what hasn't, what's been helpful, what hasn't. Where do you see yourself uh, reconnecting or continuing a connection? Very true, Brian. It's a continuation of the loss theme in that what they are expressing is a loss of relational support on a spiritual level. They're missing something. Mm -hmm. And that loss can be answered by a return to that relationship. And so it's a request on a spiritual level on a faith level, on a relational level, to return to that faith or spiritual relationship that they've had in the past. And again, back to the beneficial component that they've received in the past. 
they know what's been good in that relationship with their faith community, with their pastor, with their priest. And so they'd like to return to that, especially at the time of crisis. Mm -hmm. My hope for maximum benefit would be for them to connect close to their home so that they can have maximum benefit for the future. Those kind of scenarios I'm imagining are the ones that bring you a great deal of satisfaction, a reconnection with historical positive faith experience. What about the situations where it becomes apparent, for whatever reasons, the whole faith journey seems to have come to a crashing halt? It's a loss, period. That is possible. The FAQ that I would like to also express is related to that, Brian, and that is spiritual distress. Faith can cause spiritual distress. A person without faith and having questions, spiritual questions, can cause spiritual distress. So yes, often the spirituality that is occurring for the person has to do with distress and confusion, and anxiety, and spiritual care. A chaplain is also there to help with spiritual distress. So how? Spiritual distress can be something as simple as, why is this happening to me? The why questions, usually presented to God. Why is this happening to me? And a really big one is, why aren't my prayers being answered? Another one is, why isn't God healing me when I've asked, and I'm sincere, and others are praying for me? Why isn't God healing me? Wow. That's spiritual distress. So, what is your role as a spiritual distress manager then, John? <laughs> I, I, I'm laughing, Brian. I, I love your, your, uh, your description. Listening is so important. I sometimes make a joke and I say, the good Lord has given us two ears and one mouth. Listen twice as much as you speak. So to not interrupt our flow, is there another one of these frequently asked questions of faith that you want to bring to our attention? There certainly is. The, the last one I'll mention is forgiveness. It's so interesting how many times forgiveness comes up in the midst of suffering, in the midst of end of life, in the midst of dying. It's almost an innate, built-in spiritual question. Forgiveness comes up over and over and over. What's your role then? My role is for them to find the inner resources that are necessary to deal with that question and that feeling and that need that they have. There's sometimes a practical role, something like, my brother is coming from Ontario. I haven't spoken to him for 20 years. John, would you be in the room when he comes to visit me? Because there's some things that we have to talk about in life, and they involve forgiveness. Would you help me? Would you be with me? Would you be an intermediary or almost an intercessor, and I've been happy to help with that. It's a spiritual issue of letting go, forgiving someone, and coming to a place of peace and reconciliation. I really feel like us talking about questions of faith 
and forgiveness, I need to, in addition to the forgiving of one another, where a person says, will you forgive me? And says, I forgive you. That's the horizontal relationship we're talking about between people. There is also, when we come to questions of faith, the vertical relationship between humankind and God. The vertical relationship and forgiveness is a component that comes to bear. Forgiveness between persons is important. Forgiveness personally for moral infractions, for things that faith call sin, for secret sins, for thoughts, for horrible or bad actions that no one has ever seen or known about, need forgiveness as well. And so the vertical, spiritual aspect of forgiveness from God is so important in our discussion of questions of faith. Forgiveness on a horizontal level between persons. Forgiveness vertically, you're saying, yes. with our Creator, the Divine. Yes. That's pretty powerful, deep heart stuff. It really is. And let me just say that it is an honor and a privilege for me to have the trust come from people to allow me to simply either be there or yes, to maybe answer some questions, to be part of their experience, their spiritual journey. John, as, as you know, you've heard uh, some of our episodes of The Heart of Grief. We like to finish up with a couple particular focus items for our listeners. Something to think about. So something, perhaps even a new way of looking at an old idea but something to, to give thought to. And then secondly, something that they can actually do, some action they can take. So let me throw that out to you for your contribution. Something to think about, something to do for our listeners. Thank you, Brian. I really feel like this is a, an important part of this program. I listened to some of your podcasts, and I just commend you on, on how you are completing your podcast by asking these two questions. Something to think about, and I'm addressing you, the listener. How can spirituality or faith be part of your loss? Has your spirit, has your soul been impacted by something that you've heard today? Has your spirit been impacted? Has something inside of you been prompted? Is there something that you've related to in some of the things that Brian and I have discussed? That's my something to think about. How can spirituality or faith be part of your loss? That's a challenging invitation for us there, John. Now your something to do suggestion. I would invite the listener to begin a sentence by saying, I will, dot, dot, dot. Let me fill in some possible blanks. I will read something on spirituality. I will read scriptures, maybe the Bible. Let me fill in another few blanks of I will. Something to do. I will ask some questions, maybe from Brian and Laurie. I will ask some questions from a priest that I used to know. So, something to think about. How can I incorporate spirituality in my grief and my loss? something to do, 
I will, dot, dot, dot. Great. Thank you so much, John. It really has been a pleasure. Um, this has been my first, what I'm going to refer to as a, a full-length interview segment for our podcast. Like everything that we're doing for the first time, it's always a learning experience, and uh, it's been a pleasure learning it with you. My guest interview today has been with John Mormon, chaplain at the Chinook Regional Hospital in Lethbridge, Alberta. If you have a comment or question for John, We'd love to hear from you. Our next Questions of Faith edition is planned to publish on October 31st. I hope you'll listen in then. Bye for now. As mentioned, we love to receive comments and questions from our listeners. We invite emails to feedback at theheartofgrief.com. If you'd like to send us paper mail, it can go to the Heart of Grief, care of 610 4th Street South, Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada, T1J4P3. And of course you can subscribe through your podcast service provider.